TCU and Baylor just a day away now from the big rivalry game where the Bears certainly aren't favored, but maybe they have a little bit of magic, uh, maybe a little bit of uh, Holy Spirit enough in them to take the victory. This is Locked On Baylor. You are Locked On Baylor, your daily podcast on the Baylor Bears, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Friday, Locked On Baylor. Drake Toll alongside Scotty Swingler, the pigskin preacher. Thank you for making this show your first listen every single day. Scotty, you know how like sometimes they have, before the team goes out and plays a game, they bring in a pastor or uh, sometimes a priest, and he prays over the team for peace and safety and all oh, yeah. that jazz and fun. Oh, yeah. You are that for this show. You come in the locker room on Friday. You give, like, here's what, here's what God can do this week for Baylor football, and they will probably need it. All of it. They didn't get any of it last week, so they're doubling up on it this week against a TCU team that's number four in the country, undefeated at 10-0. Drake, and you know, God God has a way of doing that. He has a way of humbling the proud. I think there's quite a bit in Scripture in that, and this year's definitely been one of those for Baylor. But you know who's coming in real proud to Waco this weekend is, is the TCU Horn Frogs. Drake, quick question. You're talking about all this. Um, I had this conversation earlier this week with a friend. Did you... Uh, did you play high school football? I did not. Did you play junior high football? I did. I played football from like third grade to ninth grade and up into 10th grade. I played in the red white game in 10th grade and like had a starting spot. And I quit. Well, probably not, but I quit actually. Great. Okay. Question. Did your coach have you say the Lord's prayer before and or after the game? We actually would line up in a cross. It was bad. No way. It was bad. We were at a public school. And we would make, starting at the edge of the goal line to the 10-yard line, just a massive cross on the field. Obviously, the moms and the dads loved it. But once that coach was fired, like within two years, they were like, yeah, looking back, that was kind of a weird way to start every game. Uh, we also, I think, won like three games over the course of those two years. So it was like, the oh, look at that team praying to not die. And that's if- kind of what it was. Well, one, that's a much better answer than I could have anticipated. Two, uh, you know, if if a prayer life is what led to more victories, Tim Tebow would still be playing in the NFL. Um, Drake, I'm going to keep it short and sweet today for you, man. Um, I got a tweet from my friend Craig Nash. He's a former minister that still hangs out in Waco. Um, I'm going to read it really quickly. Um, He tweeted at me back in October. It turns out I don't have as much hate in my heart for TCU without Gary Patterson as their head coach. And listen, on one hand, I get it. Like, Baylor and TCU's head coach is talking real sweet about each other. It's kind of uncomfortable. And it's kind, weird. Of, it's kind of strange, right? But what I tweeted at him on that day is what I would like to read for you now. Drake, I would like to give you some words from the Psalms. I just finished studying the Psalms with my right. youth group here in Sugarland Baptist Church. Psalms is a great place to express your emotion and your true feelings. I love the Psalms. Psalm 139 is where I'm going to be. Psalm 139 is a very famous psalm. There's a lot of one-liners in this psalm that Christians will know. So you've searched me and you know me, Lord, is verse 1. Before a word is on my tongue, you know it completely. You hem me behind and before. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? 
Um, you created me in my inmost being. I'm just kind of skipping through here to show you. There's all these one-liners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've all seen those in bathrooms across campus. Those are in every bathroom on campus. And in every Waco mom's bathroom also, right? Like Rorty girls. Chip, Chip and Joanna, Magnolia, right? My frame right. was not hidden from you. All these, all these really beautiful one-liners in Psalm 139. But a lot of people, Drake, you know what they don't read? They don't read the very end of Psalm 139. Uh. And today, I think that's where Baylor fans and Baylor's football team, listen, send this to send this to Richard Reese and the boys. They need to hear this because this is the heart of the matter. And these are the scriptures I tweeted when Craig Nash said, you know, I just don't have as much hate in my heart for TCU anymore. Mm. Here's what it says. Um, Psalm 139. I'm going to start in verse 19. If only you, God would slay the wicked. Nah. Away from me, you who are bloodthirsty. They speak of you with evil intent. Your adversaries misuse your name. Do I not hate those who hate you, Lord, mm. and abhor those who are in rebellion against you? I have nothing but hatred for them. I count them my enemies. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Drake, mm. you know what the C in TCU stands for? Technically, not, not Christian anymore, that's for sure. Well, technically, it still stands for that, despite the fact despite the fact that TCU ended all official relations with Disciples of Christ denomination a long time ago. And there are discussions. It's almost like clockwork every year, Drake. There's discussions all over their fan boards and even in their school newspapers about when are we going to change our freaking name? Because they don't want to be a Christian school anymore, Drake. They've said as no, much. We can't, we, you cannot say, like as media members, you cannot call them Texas Christian University. You must only say TCU. Precisely. Whereas... Drake, I just finished uh, hanging out of the 2022 Texas Baptist Annual Meeting. Was that in Fort Worth? It was in Waco, Texas. Wow. Do you know? Do you know? I did not get to hang out with this person this year, but at last year's annual meeting in Galveston. Do you know who I got to sit at a breakfast with and hear talk about how great Texas Baptists are and a strong partnership with Texas Baptist? Do you know? Drake, it's gotta be like Linda Livingstone. I really Linda Livingstone. Yeah, that makes is a proud supporter and claims that Baylor will continue to be a proud partner with Texas Baptist. So Drake, when we open the Psalms, yeah, and we see that a writer here begs God to slay the wicked, those who are bloodthirsty. Isn't there something at TCU about like blood coming out of the horn? The the yes, horny no, that's guys the there. Yeah. Slay them, oh God. They speak of you with evil intent. I hate those who hate you, Lord. Listen, I don't feel like this disclaimer is necessary. I'm going to give it anyway. There's people at TCU who love Jesus, and I love oh, them. Yeah. That's great. But, Drake, mm. there's, only, there's only one Christian school in the Big 12. Wow. And it's Baylor University. Yeah. And on top of that, there are promises throughout Scripture that God will pay back. God will avenge. Drake, you know who single-handedly kept the Baylor Bears out of the playoff last year? That would be the TCU Horn Frogs, man. 
the Gideon, the the Midianites. Drake, there would be nothing more poetic than the <sighs> week after Baylor officially kind of losing their shot at yeah. a spot in the Big 12 championship game. There would be nothing more poetic or beautiful than helping TCU, who, by the way, the media narrative has already begun of like, who have they played? They haven't beaten anyone, right? Yeah. BS narrative. But that narrative combined with a loss in Waco tomorrow. That would do them in. Baylor can play spoiler to our number one rival. We could be their only loss this season. Oh, Lord. How I hate those <laughs> who hate your name. Drake, Baylor fans, we that this is our rival. We cannot stand to see them win on Saturday. Yeah, no, yeah. It's over. It's over, man. Let's go. Scotty. How I hate those who hate your name. They are my enemy. You don't see a lot of those in sorority girl bathroom. Like, no. I feel like it, the, the very early <laughs> Psalm 139 scriptures uh, had you, like, you know, not to say that I've ever been in this situation, but it's 3 a.m. You're leaving a sorority girl's house and you go to the bathroom before you walk out the door and you see that on the wall and you're like, oh, that's really sweet and cute. If you had the, the back half of Psalm 139, you wouldn't be leaving a sorority girl's house at 2 a.m. every weekend because you would know the enemies, God hates them. The psalmist hates them, especially. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. You know, uh, Baylor used to, like, every three or four years, print shirts that uh, quote the scripture about El Elisha calling the she-bears out of the woods to maul yeah. the kids. You know yeah. that verse? The, the two she-bears came out of the woods and mauled everybody. Uh, we need to put the end of Psalm 139 on some shirts. With yeah. like, you know, like last year, I bought one of those horns down shirts uh -huh. that said, you know, Baylor colors and all that. We need something like that for TCU with Psalm 139 on the back, I think. Right. With like, a, and then the second shirt that comes out the week later is your body's a temple. Just because we're, we like to stay on brand here at Baylor. Your body's a temple. Speaking of temples, Scotty, I do not. I want to be very clear with this. I do not worship at the temple of underdog fantasy, but I still love said temple. Uh, Scotty's not going anywhere, but underdog fantasy is also not going anywhere because right now, underdog fantasy is the easiest place to spice up college football season. Take like two or five players, put them in a pot, do like this, like, oh, I think this guy will do this, and I think that guy will do that, and then you get money. Uh, like, say this week, West Virginia, QB, JT Daniels, under 261 and a half passing yards. I think that's a good bet. I think that's a good bet. You just throw them in there, and the guy who threw for like 15 yards last week is probably going to go under. And you go to underdog, you make that pick, and you can win money. It's available in over 30 states. You can also do the college wall pick them. So you pick games and who's going to win the games, including me picking the Baylor Bears to win this weekend, except for on yesterday's podcast. I did not. Uh, call to action says here, right here. That if you use, like I'm, I'm reading it, if you use the promo code locked on right now, L O C K E D locked on, one word, underdog will deposit uh, $100 to you. They will double your first deposit of $100. So you get $100 free, underdogfantasy.com. College wall pick them. Go join it. Do it today. Drake, I feel it really necessary to say this. Yeah. Because I, I, you know, all of us are hypocrites to some extent, but dude. I'm going to rag on TCU for not being very Christian and, 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 and we're at the Baptist school talking about gambling. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have like three or four gambling readers. Actually, the next one's Nugenics, though, which is less gambling, more about body image. <laughs> Your body's <laughs> is, a temple. Right. Right. right which is a pretty popular topic in church today too. 
Scotty, speaking of body image, not even body image, it's like a vague segue. This little outfit you got going on here. Of course, the people listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify can't see it. But so, so my office it's really cold this week, which is you great. Are, well, might I say but, too, you are like Toby Mac, circa two thousand nine. Like this is the most youth pastor outfit that I've seen in the best <laughs> way. Like you, you've you've Man, killed, you've outdone I, yourself today. I don't know, if, especially. I don't know if I'm taking that as a compliment. Where's your but, guitar? You've got a guitar um, within fifteen feet of you right now. I just you feel know, it. Uh, the guitar is upstairs, but do you see the? wall hanger where the guitar can sit i'll make sure it's there next week it'll be there next week no my office is legitimately the they gave the youth pastors in this church the office not even kidding 20 degrees colder than the rest of the building oh lucky you i I have a heater under my desk oh it's great but a heater yes yes but literally wearing the flannel and the jacket in my office is needed uh on days like today but i'm great man happy to do it Ah, uh, I, I, it's just such, you fit the vibe today in the best way. That's what my youth pastor would have worn, um, or does still war, wear. He's alive. He's alive. I, that was just way too ominous. Is he still, is he still a youth pastor? He's also still a youth pastor too, man. Chris Franco, awesome. Taco Franco is what we call them, which was kind of complex. I'm getting, I'm derailing a bit here, but he was, a. Uh, he's probably 30 now, big Hispanic dude, played offensive line, had some D1 offers in high school and just never really wanted to play college ball. And um, he, you know, Hispanic guy, wanted his nickname to be Taco. So we would call, like, used our youth pastor was called Taco. And we would Taco Franco. What a cool name. But then we, like, our, I remember our athletic director specifically, Nick Newman, would never call him Taco in public. He'd always call him Chris, which was weird to a lot of people because literally our church directory said Taco Franco. Like, every <laughs> Sunday, you, that's what you saw. And then I was like, hey, Nick, why don't you call him Taco? And he said, picture this. We're in a restaurant full of random, assorted people who have no idea who I am or who he is. And I go, hey, Taco, what's going on? <laughs> Just the optics on that probably aren't the best. Yeah. Uh, that's my fun youth pastor aside. But Scotty, you know what? A, a community that's tight enough where you can have funny nicknames like that is the best. That sounds like a cool youth group, man. 100%. Cool youth group, cool youth pastor. He was talking to everybody that he ever met uh, and still is. Again, that's so ominous. The The game this week against TCU, I, I it's just, again, I still have this calm confidence that Baylor's going to win. I predicted two out of the, like, if they play this game nine times out of 10, TCU is probably going to win. They're a much better team this season. They have the kind of the X factor to win it, but this just feels like the one out of 10 that it doesn't make a lot of sense, but there is a God and he just kind of smites the, the Jericho Jericho whatever you will. And Baylor beats TCU this week. Dude. So like, I've finally gotten over. It took me forever to buy into this TCU team being legit, right? Yeah. Like, like yeah. I kept going. I kept going. Oh, they're going to drop one. They're going to drop one. Well, they're beating everybody, so they're good. Yes. But Drake, Drake, like this rivalry, the team that's not supposed to win wins more often than the team that is supposed to win. Absolutely. I mean, most people would tell you sixty-one fifty-eight in twenty fourteen. We can debate which of those two teams was better because those were two of the five best teams in the country that year. Um, but most people would say TCU is better than Baylor that year, and Baylor pulls off a, an incredible upset at home. Um, I remember going to the most miserable game environment maybe I've ever been in in 2015 okay. when Baylor went to Fort Worth. So the very next year, and we were down to Chris Johnson at quarterback, and he yeah. had just beaten Oklahoma State and Stillwater the week before and couldn't pull off Undefeated a win. Undefeated Oklahoma State. Right, and couldn't pull off. Couldn't pull off a win against TCU on the road despite having the better football team. That game was also a mess. Um, Last year, I mean, dude, 
Last year's Baylor team had no business losing no. in Fort Worth, if we're being no. honest, about those two teams to a backup quarterback. And dude couldn't get it done. So it's not unreasonable to think that if TCU is going to drop a game this season, it's in McLean on the road, early morning kick against a Baylor team that, let's be honest, like I think maybe losing last week takes some of that pressure off of an immature football team to like think about a Big 12 championship. Now it's just, dude, let's go beat our rival and keep them out of the – like I think Baylor's going to play loose. Um, I'm pretty confident as well, man. I Yeah. Do I deserve to be confident? Should I be confident? No. As – as someone who would like to consider themselves to be, you know, a member of sports media, I should not be picking Baylor to win. Although Paul Feinbaum did. That was weird. Paul Feinbaum, like, doesn't watch a lot of TCU football, quite obviously, and picked Drake, Baylor anyway. I got to be honest. Paul Feinbaum having a, an opinion usually means the opposite is true. Dang it. So that doesn't inspire a lot of confidence. I, I'll be. Guy? The tree guy at Auburn, remember that guy? Yes, killed the tree. I do, I do. <laughs> That's just what I think when I think Paul Feinbaum is that guy. Oh, okay, okay. I was like, I was like, where is he going? Is, is yeah. some is some TCU guy going to kill a tree on Baylor's campus this week? Um, which, if they did, which tree? Like, there's not a coveted. But of tree course, but of course, you know, you know the legend about why TCU's in Fort Worth, right? Yeah, well, it's not even a legend. There's like a legitimate reason they left there, Waco. There's, there's a little bit of myth. There's All a little right. bit of myth thrown in there. Hit me with right? that. I'd love, to, I'd love to hear this. I mean, I, I've gotten like the – I work at Waco Tours, so they give us like the real facts, but I want to know the legend. Well, so – well, and you can correct me. Maybe this is a fact, and I've just always assumed it's a myth. You know, the campus burned down uh-huh. in Waco. Mm. And so naturally, revisionist history, add a little myth to it. Baylor set their campus on fire <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to be to be the lone, the lone school in Waco, right? I mean, that's – yeah. there's some myth to that. Right, it's not true, but I like it. I like it. Uh, maybe they did set, set it on fire, but also what's worse? What's worse than poisoning your sacred tree? Probably burning the entire campus down. Probably yes. Yes, TCU did was founded in Waco, and Baylor was also. This is the 1930s. Baylor also ran out of money, so it was not right. like a we're going to burn yours down so ours can survive. Baylor was like du- like dumb broke. So when TCU moved. Baylor immediately said, oh, we're going to do that, too. And the city actually paid a gajillion dollars to build Waco Hall so that Baylor would stay in Waco. Thankfully, they did. Otherwise, they would have done. Which also, the Paul Quinn College is a Waco college that moved to Dallas. That's like a trend of colleges. Baylor, give it five years, might be in in the Yano Estacado. I'd be over there by Big Bend or something. I don't know. Could be. Big wild. Um, That's a trend in history, though. Speaking of trends, Scotty. One trend that I've gotten on is Nugenics. Before we get into actual game predictions and kind of a look around the Big 12 this week, Nugenics and gut health go together like peanut butter, and crunchy peanut butter, and strawberry jelly, which is a good combination. Nugenics, as you get older, you lose a lot of your testosterone. As men get older, you lose a lot of testosterone. Uh, Nugenics has a... A way to supplement that and to stay in in shape, getting back to where we felt easy. It's total T, containing man-boosting key ingredients like testophen. It's validated by multiple clinical tests. This total T boosts free testosterone that the aging process robs. So right now, you can get a free sample of this Nugenics Total T when you text COLLEGE, all caps, COLLEGE, 231-231. Text now, get a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, their most powerful fat incinerator ever, for free. Key ingredients to help you get in shape fast. 
free. College. Text college to 231231 right now. That is Nugenics. Go get your complimentary bottle today. Trust me, you can't go wrong with Nugenics. Scotty, some games around the Big 12 this week. Obviously, Baylor and TCU is the biggest one. People, yes, the pressure has been taken off the Bears to uh, make it to the Big 12 championship. But what's wild to me is that Baylor wins this week and Kansas State loses at West Virginia, which K-State's only favored by a touchdown. So it's it wouldn't be the craziest upset in the world. This isn't like a, a you know, an Oklahoma versus Kansas three years ago. This is an actual, this could happen. And next week, Monday's podcast is Baylor is two things away from the Big 12 championship. It is still so at play. And I know Baylor fans have given up, which is the smart thing to do. I too have given up, but it's still kind of right there. Well, and and dude, that doesn't matter. Okay. Like, let's just freaking beat TCU. Uh, and I, I hear you like math mathematically, you know. You. Um, but listen, if there's two games you want to win every year if you're Baylor. And I know one of these is not going to happen every year very soon. But if there's two games you want to win every year, it's beating the Longhorns and it's beating the Horned Frogs. So let's go do it. I love that those two games are at the end of the year. Um, Drake, I have a question. Hey, I have a question. Um, and maybe maybe you've talked about this this week. I haven't been a very faithful listener because I've been so busy. Um, so the narrative coming out of last Saturday's game was, well, Kansas State stacked the box, stopped, stuffed the run, made Baylor throw the ball. You know, I was really bothered by the fact Baylor running backs only carried the ball 16 times last week, yeah. especially when Richard Reese still averaged six yards a carry and Squirrel and Quaylen combined average four. Yeah. Um, could we just could we just get back to running the ball, please? Could we do run, that? Run the dang ball, Bert. Run the dang ball. Yes, hopefully. And that's the problem. Baylor gets down by 10 or 14 and they have to start throwing the ball and things are going to go south. They are but you don't. South. But you don't have to stop unless it's the fourth quarter. You're down by 14. You don't have to start throwing the ball. <laughs> I yeah. It, it seems like Baylor kind of jumped the gun a little bit there, throwing it a little bit too much, getting a little too fancy. They do that a lot. They get fancy sometimes, and it pays off every now and then, but not too often. Uh, you do have this week in in the Big 12. Uh, it makes me think with the schedule left for Baylor too, Texas and TCU. The Bears legitimately could beat Oklahoma, Texas and TCU in the same season finish eight and four and not go to the big 12 championship. Had you told me in like 2016, the bears could beat, I mean, not 2016 or even, or even 2019. Yeah. Oh, right. 2019. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 2012. Take me to 2012 and say Baylor can beat Texas, Oklahoma and TCU still miss the big 12 title. Like what? What? Which there wasn't a game then, but that's just a wild thing to fathom for any Baylor fan. You could knock off like the three big teams in your schedule and still be eight and four this week though kansas state goes to west virginia's seven and a half point favorites uh kansas state's five and two in the big 12 west virginia's two and five west virginia needs to win the next two to be bowl eligible and they're only kansas state's only favored by seven drake weird things happen in morgantown yeah i have been waiting for almost two years for the garrett green explosion give me West Virginia. Oh, I hope so. I really hope so. So I'm betting on West Virginia too, because again, that's like mathematically what could help Baylor. Texas at Kansas. Oh, 2.30 p.m. The Longhorns, six and four. The Jayhawks, six and four. The game's in Lawrence. Texas favored by nine. I will put my entire life savings on, on, Kansas and it will not hit but boy if it did Drake I I 
don't gamble because I'm a Baptist. But if I did, I would I would also put my money on Kansas. Drake, Texas yeah. has a history now with Kansas. Yes, they do. There's there's historical precedence for this. The in the recent series, it's been pretty even. Yeah. Um, and this is Kansas's best football team since 2009. So Give me the Jayhawks. I would love for the Jayhawks to win just for mass chaos, period, to reign. And then Texas doesn't care about Baylor next week, and the Bears finish 8-4. and four. Texas Tech at Iowa State. Why pick it? They both suck. 5-5 five and five versus 4-6. and six. 6 p.m., though. They get a night game. King of the Castle, King of the Castle. I have a chair. I have a chair. Number 22, Oklahoma State on the road against Oklahoma. Oklahoma State, 7-3. and three. Number 22 in the nation. Oklahoma, 5-5, five 2-5 and five, two and five in the Big 12. And the Sooners are favored by 7.5 points. Yeah, I, I don't know who wins this game, but that line's absurd. Oh, wild. Mean, it's so crazy. And and especially like after Baylor went in there and and took care of business. I know the score turned out pretty close, but that game was never super close. Baylor yeah, Baylor, Baylor, yeah, yeah. Baylor was in control, right? And and so I, I just don't know how you pick Oklahoma with that line. I I'm gonna go with OU because Oklahoma State needs to lose a game uh for Baylor to still be at play here. Look, I'm thinking mathematically at this point. Mathematically. So and so yeah. So you're really being the optimist here today. We've, oh, 100%. We've, we've changed roles a little bit. This is interesting. 100%. I'm using yeah. the pessimist, and I'm going to be the optimist still as we give our predictions for Baylor game on Saturday. Scotty, the pigskin preacher, what say you? Baylor TCU, 11 a.m. kickoff, my final time to run the Baylor line. Congrats on that. Have fun. I'll be in the berm, so maybe maybe we can make some cute eye contact as you're doing that. I would High love five that. or something, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Drake. I, I really think Baylor is going to win this game. I actually really, really do. Mm. I think it is going to be the most stressful Matt Rule throwback type of win you uh. can imagine. Uh, I think uh, maybe the primary difference being I think both teams are going to score quite a bit. Mm. Um, I really do. But give me the Bears. I predicted this earlier this year, and it didn't happen quite this way. It's going to happen at home on senior day. John Mayers. <sighs> Hits the game winner, 31-28 Bears. Oh, you know, I was going to say 31-28. So I'm going to go. Remember that Kansas-TCU TC, Kansas, Kansas TCU game, which is a total shootout. I believe TCU's defense is going to revert back to that. Their defense has been solid the last couple of weeks, but I see this being one of those games where TCU struggles to put it, put it together on that side of the ball a little more so because Baylor's running attack will gash. And I, I just... I see it as being like the Morgantown game, but reversed and Baylor winning 45, 42. I, that's my final prediction here. Wild high score and Baylor wins two things that probably won't happen, but that's what I'm going to go with. And if I'm right, ah, that'd be insane. And that's probably why I'm just going with an outlandish prediction. Scotty, uh, if people want to follow you, your content, your tweets all throughout the week, where can they go? Please follow me on Twitter at preacher pigskin. That's the best place to keep up with the Baylor football takes, man. That's it. Uh, as for me, I'm Drake Toll from Sports Illustrated's Inside the Bears. Thank you for making Locked On Baylor your first listen every single day. Scotty, we only have a few more of these left, so cherish it. Soak it in. Thanks, as always, for joining the show. And go Cougs, a China Spring grad yourself. Absolutely. Let's go. Go Cougs. Thank you all again for making Locked On Baylor your first listen every single day. Come back on Monday as we recap the Baylor and TCU game where the Bears win big. This has been, always will be, Locked On. Take that, Barstool TCU. Baylor.